welcome to the Aluminum Linings Podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything except for our day jobs. I am joined once again by my dad. My name is Mac. I always forget to introduce myself. <laughs> I just feel like it's assumed that people are here because they know who I am, but maybe not. Welcome. Um, and we are almost at the halfway point of NaNoWriMo. We're getting there. Yep. Bobo. Yes. Do you have a haiku prepared for us today? I do. I'm so very tired. So many words left to write. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Before I read mine, just a quick question on um, how long it took you to hit your word count for your last three days. How long of actually working on it or how long? No. <laughs> I was actually into today, technically. I think it was around uh, between around 1.30 when I went to bed last night, which was probably 30 seconds after I shut my computer off. So... <laughs> So I, I stole an hour and a half of your NaNoWriMo writing Well, you time. didn't steal because I gave you permission. I told you I would let you write until 5 a.m. This is true. Even though I had no intention of being up till 5 a.m. Okay, mine <laughs> is as follows. Lots of filler words. Very, uh-huh, okay, sure. Almost halfway there. <laughs> Okay, so we're almost halfway there. I'm starting, what is this now, my third stint of writing technically today. Mm -hmm. I haven't started yet, but I'll get to it when I get to it. Um, how are you feeling about the story? I think we got a lot of interesting stuff in play. Yeah. Where we're going to go with it, I'm not really sure. I still don't fully envision how we're ending this thing, so it's kind mm -hmm. of... If I don't know where I'm ending up, it's kind of hard for me to... Like, I know there's a few things that I've set up that I, I would like to see happen. Right. Um, and I've got a cool reveal that I haven't even told you about. Okay. So hopefully I can still do that. We'll see what I, happens. I just think it is wild that you're like, I've got this cool reveal, but I'm not going to tell you about it, even though we're writing the story together. <laughs> I'm going to hope that things work out, that I'm going to get a chance to do this reveal. Yeah, I think that's kind of part of the fun of it. It's, it's like you're playing a game and you're taking this gamble or you're hmm. holding this card in reserve that you hope you get a chance to play. I am I am not playing that game. I'm like, if I have a cool idea, I'm putting it in right now before it's too late. I do have one question for you. I know you've written a lot of these words while you're quite tired, perhaps after a long work day. I love <laughs> for you to explain to me why you had our grown adult main character say the word obvi. Please tell me that was a mistake and you meant to write obviously. Please, for the love of all that's good in the world, tell me you did not intentionally put obvi in there. I, I think she kind of meant it as like a foil to Merlin, who's very formal and very, uh, I wouldn't say etiquette minded. I don't like Merlin's kind of stuffy, right? And so she said that in response because, uh, did she say it to Merlin or to uh, Olivia? I think she said it to Merlin, but I'm not 100% yeah, sure. Yeah, so it, was, it wasn't a matter that I think of that as her normal speech pattern, but she just kind of said it as a... Uh, a foil to Merlin. I see. So, yeah, Merlin speaks, and when I started writing the character, I just imagined, like, what if, like, Merlin Merlin, the wizard Merlin, had been alive for centuries? How would he talk? And so I kind of have him speaking in a sort of... Gaelic? <laughs> 
Guys, we're we're recording this podcast in person, which doesn't normally happen, which means two things. I'm beginning to understand all the sounds that I have to edit out of the podcast. I suggested that we have coffee before we start so that I don't have to listen to my dad taking a sip of coffee mid-sentence while he's talking and there's no way to edit it out because that is sonically very distressing for me. But it also means I can just make eye contact with my dad when he interrupts to completely derail my point to say something that I'm assuming is supposed to be a joke, but I haven't laughed at it yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's kind of the norm, isn't it? Yes. I tell a joke, nobody laughs. Is it a joke if nobody laughs? Maybe people boo. A bad joke is still a joke. <sighs> um, anyway... Merlin, uh, I kind of have him speaking in sort of like an older, almost like Victorian English would be kind of how I would describe the way he talks. And so, yeah, when I read Obvi, my organs flipped inside out, not in a fun way. I was just like, I hate this. That was the, that honestly, that is the only thing I've read so far where I was immediately like, if we do a second draft of this, that is the first thing oh, to go. Okay. I hate well, it I'm, so I'm, re- much. I'm relieved. I was a little worried when you said you had one thing to talk to me about. Yeah. That's it. I hate it. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what to do, but don't do it again. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I just meant it as her kind of, well, I wouldn't Put it as strongly as flipping him off, but it's just kind of obvious. Like yeah. It wasn't, Ugh. it wasn't, she wasn't doing it as, as someone who, that's part of their normal, it's more almost mockery of someone who talks like that. Yeah. Maybe like I said sarcastically after, cause I read it and I was concerned for her dialogue moving <laughs> forward and I was like, what happened? How did we get here? But anyway, that's the only thing I just like immediately was just like, But I did not do any character things this week. It's been a busier week than I anticipated. But yeah, I like the idea of Sam being this kind of rough and tumble, more independent person. Um, And I don't think she's really shaping up to be that person, (laughs) to be honest. But that's fine. It's my turn to write, so. Sorry, what do you mean by, like, Like I I, mean, I think she's a bit of, she's not a follower. And I think think we've kind of been showing that like she's she's kind of in way over her head so she kind of has to yeah be with them but she has done things like when she decided to put tea in the cup that well i mean well, the, debbie decided it for her but yeah, she went so, along with it well i guess she's following debbie now okay so i introduced a dracula parrot which if you have not seen what a dracula parrot looks like pause this episode and go to google because it is worth your time I gave her a Dracula parrot familiar named Debbie, Deb affectionately. So Deb the parrot. Who is actually a rock? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on the pronunciation. It's R-O-C. And again, once again, I went to Google and I was like, mythical creatures that are cool. Bird mythical creatures, not phoenix is what I typed into Google. And Rock and she had to type it in in Merlin's voice. It's a, uh, it comes from a lot of like Arabic mythology as far as I understand it. And it's just these giant birds. But Deb is just small. Deb is just a baby right now. But Deb is going to be huge. And then hopefully Sam will be able to ride Deb into battle. Um, Unless Deb gets killed off. I've told my dad already that if if he kills Deb, I will be not only inconsolable, but I will turn this story into something. I don't know what. (laughs) 
I will derail this entire story. I, I don't care. Deb, Deb is special and sacred. And if something bad happens to Deb, honestly, I'll find it. The uh, target she keeps painting on Deb gets bigger and bigger. That's the thing, though. We live, our story takes place in the world of magic. So if anything happens to Deb, oop, time change spell. <laughs> Guess we're going to time travel and save Deb. And if that becomes the whole plot of the novel, I don't care. Uh, How did you find your second set of writing go compared to the first? Well, uh, circumstances were kind of weird because we we were traveling for one day and, well, not the whole day, but I, I worked, got home, we got ready, went to the airport, and so there wasn't a lot of production for that day, and mm-hmm. the next day we were at our friend's house and... Uh, I got some production, not as much as I wanted to get done, and then so yesterday was a bit of a bear because I had to do... It was over 2,000 words. Yeah, it was definitely over 2,000. Yeah, I think it... Yeah, I'm not even sure how much it was, but it was a lot for me to write. I know for you, mm-hmm. you can sit down and knock off 2,000 words like, like nothing, but it uh, most of it was last night I wrote, like at the end of the day, I think. <laughs> So it's a bit of a blur. I was probably sleeping through half of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did catch it, you falling asleep a couple times at your computer. If I'm cruising and I'm focused, I can do over a thousand words in an hour, no problem. I might be able to do close to that, but that might require me to have had a couple hours lead into that. You know what I mean? Mm. So on average, I wouldn't be able to do a thousand words in an hour, but maybe if... You know, if I'm, I'm sitting there and mulling over it and, you know, typing a few right. sentences here and there, it seems like at a certain point I get into a certain kind of flow. And maybe it's just I get to a certain point where there's more words required for what I'm trying to accomplish. So I, I get more done at that time. Like, right. Um, I think for me, I'm never not thinking about the novel. So mm. it's... To say that I don't have any lead up and I just sit down and write over a thousand words is not true, but I'm also, and I think we've touched on this in previous years where like I have it on my phone. If I can write a sentence here or there, I will pull out my phone and write a sentence here or there, right? And it is always in the back of my brain of what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So you're right. By the time I sit down and write, I probably have a good idea. I did find though that this, my second bout of writing was a lot tougher in that I was because I'm writing with you, I became much more concerned about the pacing of the novel. Mm. Whereas in previous years, if I wanted something cool to happen, I just wrote it knowing that it was easy for me to go back and add filler in, add explanation in. So if I was in a mood where like, I want to write my big fight scene today, I will spend the time writing the fight scene today and I can write the lead up at a different time. Right, right. Or I can add more to the lead up. So it was easier for me to be like, okay, I know I want this fight to happen. So, and I know that I want this kind of lead up, but I'm not exactly sure. I'd write one or two sentences about the lead up and in the back of my brain, know that I can go back and add words. But when you're writing with someone else, context is important, right? Right. So So you're more writing in stone kind of thing. Yeah. And two, the other thing is I don't want to take away opportunities for you to add cool things to the story. So if I time skip a bunch or I do a bunch of two sentences that I want to go back and fill in later, then you're missing that length of plot Mm -hmm. that you can come in and fill in those things so I think some of it was that I was really concerned about pacing and now that we're almost at the halfway point I'm like 
maybe I didn't put enough stuff. Like, <laughs> are we going to get to the end and the climax of our story now? Um, especially because we do have a lot going on. Uh, we talked about kind of doing like, almost like making it to lean into the comedy a bit, making it the main character's fight against bureaucracy. So right now she's had a fight against animal control and we're like, okay, what if she fights the post office office next and she just works her way up and way up, but then we have we never really resolve that conversation and, and we never really talked about like, okay, what's our climax? What's our big bad person mm-hmm. or thing, right? Because now we've got Final options. Boss. Yeah, and we've got options for all those. So yeah, I... I I think this one, this set of writing, I think I'm I'm gonna be a little bit freer to just move the plot along mm-hmm. faster um, because realistically, like by the time I'm done, we're gonna be at twenty five five, right? And that'll be my third writing session, and then so really, I only have two more to go after that, and then we're mm. done. So it's gonna, like, I feel like the second half is gonna move a lot faster, but I was really, this one was really hard because I was really, really concerned about pacing. Right. And then I wrote kind of a fight scene. I'm not very good at writing fight scenes, so I usually, they're usually pretty brief. But I wrote this fight scene, and then I finally had a good idea about the glasses that we talked about last week, where right. they're, like, bonded to the character, but then I didn't write anything about them being bonded to the character, so I end up just leaving a comment and letting Dad know, like, this is what I'm thinking for this. On my next write, I can go back in and add that in, or you can use your words to add it in, whatever you want to do. But the the... Then I got to the end of that scene and I was like, okay, what do I do now? (laughs) Especially when you don't have a ton of words left over too, right? Like I think at that point I had two or 300 words left. Mm. And so it was like, I don't even know, am I going to get halfway through a confusing setup and then just be like, here you go, fix this problem that I've created. It's all yours. So yeah, I'm interested to see what's next, but I... But I did find this section to be definite, well, definitely harder than beginning the story, obviously. But I, I did find it. I hate it so much. I'm like, she's a grown-up. Why is she talking that way? Yeah, I guess. So have you uh, gotten any feedback from anybody that is doing NaNoWriMo yet? No. No? Okay. I don't know of anyone who's doing NaNoWriMo this year, actually, to be honest. Okay. Last year, I knew of a handful of people that were doing it. But even NaNoWriMo Twitter's been really quiet. And I... Hmm. What did I say about picking things up and rustling around? You said about clicking keys. No, Dad. Yeah. Sit with your hands in your lap. Obviously, I don't do any of the sound editing, so I, I'm, I'm, si- I'm sitting here behind this. Mic. I'm sitting here watching him scratch his face while he's talking, as if that is not going to come in the audio. November. <sighs> no. Yeah. So I don't know of anyone that's doing it this year. Nano Rimo Twitter has been kind of quiet, and I think that is largely due to the whole Elon Musk situation. Over at Twitter, where a lot of people are actually leaving Twitter and moving to Mastodon, I think. And I just don't have the energy to deal with that. It's like Discord. It's got servers and you have to sign up for certain content. And I I didn't have enough time. I haven't even gotten the haikus up yet. I'm going to get them up tonight. <laughs> but like, honestly, uh, so NaNoWriMo Twitter, which I had a couple tweets. There's one... <laughs> There's one tweet, and it's, I don't know what it's from, but Jude Law is dressed like the Pope and smoking a cigarette in a lawn chair. Mm. And it's like me 
pantsing, deciding what I'm going to write about late at <laughs> night on NaNoWriMo. And that's probably been my favorite thing I've seen. But the pickings have been slim this year. So oh, okay. and that's why I haven't been doing the Twitter updates is there just hasn't been a lot. Right. But okay. um, I haven't had any feedback. But if you are doing NaNoWriMo, dear sweet internet friends, know that you're not alone. I'm with you. Half of the time. Every three days, <laughs> I'm with you. Um, but we would love to hear from you and hear how your NaNoWriMo experience is going. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Anything you want to add? I don't think so. All right. I, I mean, mind you, the whole talk about moving the plot along and stuff, you have to consider my previous three years are all on one story. So... I don't think my mindset is generally, oh, I got to close this up in, uh, or we have to close this up in 30,000 words, yeah. give or take. I would like to be ideally starting the climax of the novel around 40,000 words. Okay. Start the climax, end the climax by like 45, 46, and then have a few thousand to wrap up. Hmm. Have I ever done that in the past? No. Normally it's around 36,000 words. So hopefully this time we can balance each other out. Yeah, but maybe we can make this like a serial and uh, this will be the origin story. Of, well, I uh, was even thinking of doing like one per government system. So doing like this mm. one is just animal control. And then she basically like moves up the ladder yeah, of power in this small thinks, town. When she thinks, oh, I've defeated this. And yeah. then it's like there's another boss that she's so, got to go after. Um but I think that would make the most sense for us. And I think having a roundabout word count where we, we know we want to start just so that we're all on board for the same thing. Because, like, for me, I've been really honest sharing my plot ideas with you. And you've been um, traditionally cagey about any of your mm, plot ideas yes. previously and now. So, which is fine. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But I'm saying we should probably get on the same page in terms of when are we starting the end of this story. right. right. Um, especially with us, like, staying strictly to our word count so that we get to write an even amount. If we want to end the story on time and actually finish NaNoWriMo with a completed story arc, we right. do have to be a little bit organized when it comes to, okay, when are we starting the big, the yeah, big, the big finale? the final, yeah. the, uh, so, that's the final thing that falls in place. That Well, dear sweet internet friends, you can find all my content on AluminumLinings.com. I am at Aluminum Linings on most social medias, not Mastodon. And uh, good luck, have fun, and don't touch strangers unless you want to make new friends. Bye! I have no content. You choose not to have content. This is true. <laughs>